Hi, Mark. I'm in. Alrighty. How are you doing this evening, Miss Mariah? First of all, let's introduce ourselves. Hi, I'm Mariah. Hi, Mariah. I'm Mark. And you are? Mark, and welcome to the podcast. Loose Lips. And tonight, we are going to tackle several different subjects and topics. And we want to welcome all our listeners to just relax and enjoy this podcast. First of all, Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you too, Mark. And how's it going so far? Today's the second day of the year. How's it going? Uh, so far, so good. You know, I'm still off. Okay. So how's the New Year resolution going so far? Did you plan any? Did you have any goals set for the New Year's that you want to accomplish? Well, honestly, my goals for this year is to really just kind of focus on self-improvement, just to kind of, you know, get myself educated on some things so I can just be a better version of myself. But here's the thing. Last year and the year before last, I spent my time doing this vision board thing. But this year I decided I'm not messing with the vision board. It seems like every time I make the vision board, I don't really stick to the vision. And then something else happens that's completely outside of the vision. Not that it's a negative thing, but it's just not on the vision. Okay. Well, do you create the vision board? Do you watch your vision board every day when you create a vision board? I mean, I wake up to it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you wake so up to it, but the vision, the, the the real reason I think behind a vision board is you got to watch it every day and just visualize yourself. It's all about a visualization, visualizing that you have or you possess those things or you are those things that you have on the vision board. And that's really what manifests a vision board to come true. Well, Okay. We have several things we want to talk about tonight. And first of all, while we're on the topic, how about last year? Did you have any goals you got accomplished? You said none of them got accomplished? (laughs) You know, last year, I have to say, no, I didn't accomplish them, but I got a pleasant surprise. Okay. Well. Our daughter. Okay. That's a, that was a that was a pleasant surprise as well, yeah. Okay. So, so I learned to just kind of go with the flow and take it as it comes. So any major lessons you learned from last year? Or any regrets, any experience that you were really excited about last year? Anything that you want to mention that you want to talk about? Um, well, last year was just a learning experience overall. You know, we had so many new experiences. You know, you know, having our having our home together, having our daughter together. So I can't say that there were any regrets, but one thing that I have to make sure that I do for 2019 is to definitely just make sure 
I remember myself. Sometimes you get so caught up in motherhood and having a household and career and things like that that you kind of forget and put yourself on the back burner. So this year, uh uh-uh. I ride a first class (laughs) home. All right. Well, last year was, um, I must say, a lot, a lot of blessings. You know, sometimes you ask God for things and he gives it to you. Not in the way you plan it, but he gives it to you eventually, somehow, somewhere. And paired in the background is my baby, which I'm Hi, Morgan. happy about. She was a surprise. And I got blessed with a new job. You know, so a lot of things went right for me. It was a roller coaster, ups and downs, but the beginning of this year, I noticed that I'm already feeling a little better about this year. So, let's get right to it. Tonight, we're going to tackle a few subjects, you know, a few different things. What, what would be your first question would you like to ask while we are on here tonight? So many. So when we decided to do this, of course I turned to my girlfriends and I asked them, if you could have a guy in front of you and just ask them anything that you could possibly think of, just a burning question that you've had about like relationships or um, just men in general, just somebody you could actually talk to who wasn't going to judge you or who didn't have any type of ulterior motive. What would you ask? And I got a long list of some really hot questions. Um, wow. Okay, so one of the questions that I have is basically, when is a good time to move in with your mate? When is a good time? Yeah. Well, I, I think it has to feel right between you and the other person. If you guys get along, that's one of the most important thing. You, you guys have to be able to coexist in the same space. And me, myself, what I have learned is you have to basically give and take. You have to compromise a lot. And you never really know somebody until you really start staying with them. So you might be dating somebody for years, and there's things about them that you don't really know until you start living with them. So, with that said, when those surprises come, the things that you did not really know of the person, you try to figure out a way. Try to figure out a way to deal with it. And that's how I think about it. So, if you really care about that person... You have to figure out a way to deal with it. Okay. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, I mean, what do you think? What do you think? I mean, I definitely feel that it has to be something that's mutual. Like, you kind of have an idea when you can move in with someone and when you can't. I think it has a lot to do with how you get along in the first place. But then also, I think it just kind of has to do with the fact that relationships are not easy they are work especially if you think that it's someone that you may marry 
you know, people always tell you that a marriage is a lifetime of work. So you have to make sure that whoever it is that you're going to move in with, that is someone that you don't mind doing the work with. Makes sense. Makes sense. I totally agree. You don't really want to shack up with somebody just to help out or just for the, you know, the fun of it or just to have them around. Yeah. So was that one of the questions from your girlfriends or is that from you? That was from me. Oh. <laughs> All right. So are you ready to move on to the next question? Yeah. Let's get All right. Okay. So <clears throat> here's one of the questions from my girlfriend. Shout out, Miss Courtney. So she wants to know why do men want to settle down with good women, but still be intrigued by the hoes? And she also wants to know this is a two parter. How do you keep relationships exciting after years? So I guess let's hit the first part. So what's up with you men? Why do you guys want the good girl at home, but then you go out and you're still intrigued by the hoe? Well, I've been a bachelor for a long time, so I could have a, a little input on that question. When a guy meet a good girl, somebody they see themselves being with, no other female, no matter what they look like out there, don't really compare, honestly. That's who you feel like you care about. That's who you really care about. But guys have a different personality compared to girls. We are different sex and we are totally different people. A guy could mess around with a girl and have zero attachment, zero feelings towards that person just for the moment. And it could be anybody, you know. But um, at home, you want to have somebody that you are proud of, somebody that you could see yourself being with, somebody you could grow with, somebody especially that has your back and guys we don't want much from a female we don't expect a female to take care of us financially but something like spiritually or having your back to make you a better person in life that's what you want from somebody at home so i don't know if i answered your question or if i got it right but that's how i feel well, Mark, that was a very diplomatic response, but I can't let you off the hook that easy, okay. homeboy, because what Courtney wants to know is, if you've got the girl at home that's got your back, that's holding you down, that you know is going to be there, and it's everything that you're looking for, why are you still out there with the help? Now, now, I heard you say, you say that it could be somebody just for the moment. But why do you guys still like, feel like y'all have to have that moment? Like I tried to say earlier, we are built and designed differently. <laughs> <laughs> you know? A do female, elaborate. Elaborate. A female, you know, a female, most, most of the time, in order to mess with a guy, they have to have a reason. 
they have to have a reason. They have to want to. And guys, we don't have to have a reason to, to mess with somebody. So, with that being said, we are totally different people. That's why I meant by the moment. It could just be we are the spot with, and there's somebody there and it just happened. We don't have to have a reason. Guys don't really think that far ahead. We're not really that deep. Guys are really shallow people. A female, that's why, I don't know if you heard that, females are way better at cheating compared to guys because you guys are way better at planning things, designing everything, every step that y'all going to take, y'all already thought of it. Plan for it, but we don't do that. So I, I still, I don't think I answer your question because that question is a, a fully loaded question, and I'm pretty sure I didn't answer it properly. Wow, I think that's one of those questions that we may have to kind of put in the parking lot and just kind of revisit when we have some company. And then that way we can get a few opinions from the guys because it's like this. If what you say is true, then for us women, that is so sad and disheartening because it makes you feel like no matter what you do, no matter how good the chemistry is or how perfect you feel that you are for that person, he still might go out. And be with the hoe at the bar or the club. So it's almost kind of like, what's the point? Well, you know, some guys might just flirt just to see if they still got it, but not necessarily take any action upon it. You know, just the extra attention, just to flirt around, but not really take any actions. And all guys aren't the same. I'm not going to box every guy in the same. You know, you know bracket. bracket but what I would, what say, I would say we might we just might do it just, just for the fun, fun of it, of it but not take it any further. further you know we, you know, we, we like to we say like something like I just want to test, test myself to see if I still got it well what if I told you that women do that I know they do women do that as well from time to time um, so when you say that like women cheat and you know they're better at it than guys because we're more calculated i mean sometimes you know you might go out and you might think you cute and somebody might think you cute and yeah a woman might do that too but the difference is with a woman it really could truly just be that. It might just be, like you say, for that moment. But with a guy, I don't know. I don't feel like y'all will flirt with that woman and not have to get that number at the end. With women, we can accept those dreams. We can smile. We can dance and have a great time. And we can leave that place and not have any type of contact with that person again. We won't give our number. We'll just be done. So, with guys, is that even possible that you guys will go and flirt and have fun and then not have to have that number? Yeah, yeah, I think it's possible. It's possible. You know, especially if you know you have somebody at home that you respect, 
you don't want to bring the drummer. You don't like the drummer, so you keep it at the bar. You know, you don't really take it home. So that's how I feel. And like I said, that question is like a fully loaded question. And we should kind of invite a few of our friends, male as well as female, online with us to maybe tackle that question a little better because I don't think I did a good job at it. <laughs> well, you did the best you could. You can't speak for all men. Yeah. Well, with that said, what was the second part of that question? All right. So, Courtney also wants to know, let me see here. How do you keep relationships exciting after years? I think you have to be creative because, mm-hmm. you know, both parties get boring after a while. Get Not really boring, but complacent. You know, you get complacent a little bit. You feel like, okay, you've been married or you are with that person for a little while. And I don't know. The spark is not there like it used to be in the beginning. So you have to be creative. You have to find the time for that person, especially if you guys have kids. I know how it is because we have kids. And you have to find the time. You have to make the time for that person. Also, you have to keep doing the same thing you were doing in the beginning, what you know that attracts the guy or vice versa, the guy will attract the woman. Keep doing that. You got to keep doing that. I really believe in that. You really got to keep doing that. So with that said, I think the time and the creativity, I think with that, that should help keeping the romance or the spark in the bedroom or in the relationship, you know. And I, I'm really stuck myself on that question. Well, that's a loaded question. Well, no, it's not a loaded question. I mean, the reason why you're stuck is because we're kind of in the throes of that right now. I think anybody who's been in a long-term relationship is in the throes of that. But I think it's like you said, whatever it took to get them is what it's going to take to keep them. Also, you just kind of have to pay attention to your mates and how they change their likes and their dislikes. Yeah. And as that happens, you have to change what you do. And I totally agree with what you said about the whole creativity thing. You know, ladies, get you something in the evening. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Guys are more visual, you know, so guys see something and that really would interest them. Because so, we are like, we're like visually creatures. If we see something nice, it gets our attention. So, with that said, let's move on to a different question. All right. Courtney, I hope, sorry, Courtney, I hope we did justice to your questions. If not, we'll bring you on the next time. We'll try to have you on the next time. Really? Really, Okay, so I kind of feel like some of these questions have kind of put you on the hot seat a little bit, Mark. So let's try to find a couple of them that are a little more um, equally divided. (laughs) All right, so, oh, this is a good one. This question is really good. All right, so I think that in life, 
everybody, everybody goes, goes through some kind of phase. Kind of phase. Well, not everybody, but most people go through some kind of phase where it's kind of like you have your independence, you have your freedom. And with your independence and your freedom, you might decide that you might want to be a little more mm, loose with it than usually. So the question here is, how long is too long of a whole phase? <laughs> Oh man, <laughs> a whole face. Now, this is for the men and the women. So, okay, so I'll go first and I'll give my opinion. Really, Morgan? Thanks for the enthusiasm. Okay, so with women, I think this there is nothing wrong with expressing yourself sexually, and there is nothing wrong with being a person that enjoys having sex but to me it's like this if you're in a situation where you look up and it's two years three years four years five years plus and you ain't doing anything differently then yeah your whole phase is lasting way too long so to me i say okay yeah have your fun do your thing be responsible but also, just keep in mind that at some point, someday, if you really want to settle down, your whole face could possibly come back to haunt you. <laughs> well, I feel with that. You know, with guys, it's a little opposite. Our whole face could go as long as we want. <laughs> Honestly, a guy is never ready to settle down. Trust me. It happens to like a special person. It takes a special person. It takes a real special person to <laughs> make a guy turn from a hoe to a house husband or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> <laughs> well, honestly, it takes the right person because guys, you know, I'm going to be sick for myself in this case. I've been independent majority of my life. I do everything for myself. I wash, I clean. I am very domesticated. And with that said, I don't need much from a female. Honestly. So it has to take a special person to kind of, you know, make me want to settle down, make me want to do that family thing, that, you know. Because my parents used to tell me for the longest, like, boy. What is wrong with you? <laughs> You're taking that thing too far. You know? My, my father used to tell me that all the time. Like, boy, you taking that too far. So, it takes a special person to, to kind of get a guy to stop being a whore. And a female, a female feel like they're missing out on things. To me, that's how I see it. They feel like if they're not with a guy, because you see most girls in church praying for a husband, doing all that type of stuff, and you don't really see a guy doing that type of stuff. Guys don't really go, you don't see them in church be like, God, I'm ready for a wife. God, I'm ready for a wife, you know? We might date here and there, or maybe try to find a girl in the church, a young lady in the church, but you might not see a, a guy really in church praying, saying they want a, a wife. You're not, you don't. Re- you see that, but not a lot. You see mostly with the females. 
Okay, yeah, I'll admit mostly with the females, but yeah, men they too pray for a while. Yeah, you want they a good do. lady. You go to church because you assume that's what a good lady's at. So a young man would be like, let me go to young people's meeting. Let's go to young people, you know, events at church to kind of connect with somebody that's on the same spiritual level like you. You know, and you're hoping that the person has some good character and good because they are in church. But what happened? Okay. What happened? Let me stop. Let me, like, can I interject? Let me stop you right there. Go. See, first of all. What? First. I'm, I'm, I'm a little bewildered by the fact that you said pretty much that a, a man will go to church just to find a woman. See, that's the problem right there. First of all, if you're in church, you need to be there for your relationship with God, to get closer to him, and for the word of God and fellowship. And in that, God should be listening to your prayers, seeing your diligence and your dedication, and he should want to bless you with your mate. You should not be in church for the reason of finding a mate. That's something that God will decide to bless you with. But I think we're kind of getting a little bit off track because <laughs> okay. we're supposed to be asking the question of how long is too long. I think it's. I think it's never too long for a guy. A guy will, especially if you have options. You know, if a guy has options, his whole phase could go as long as in his forties. You know, if he has, yeah. <laughs> That's just a old hope. Yeah, I'm telling you, guys. We are a different creature compared to a lady. A lady feel like if a clock is ticking, guys don't really have that clock ticking too much. Females think like, especially if all the friends around them kind of settle down, they get bored fast. They be like, man, I need, what am I doing wrong? What am I doing wrong? What am I doing wrong? But a guy, if all the friends kind of settle down, the friends just live life you know, kind of curiously through them. Vicariously through them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you're like, man, what you did last night? What you went last night? You know, so stuff like that. You know, stuff they can't do. They envision the homeboy doing, or they praise the homeboy for doing it. You know. Well, I think another thing you got to consider for your whole phase is that body count. How many is too many? At what point do you start to feel like, okay, if I had to share this number, would I be proud or would I be shame, shame, shame? Guys are proud of their numbers. Trust me. Oh, I know guys are. I'm just saying. You know, there are some women who are very proud of their numbers, and there are some women who are kind of like, eh. <laughs> yeah. And we've all known that when a girl tells you two, you got to multiply it by five. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why guys typically don't ask a female. That's one question guys typically don't ask a female. How many num? What's the numbers? If she openly tell you about her past, that's fine. But you don't go into a relationship asking a female how many. What's your body count? You know, that's not really a, a real question because we already know a female will say. Four, and that might just be four relationships that they've been in. They're not gonna tell you about the friend that they just hooked up one night. They're not gonna tell you about the friend of the girlfriend's cousin. They're not gonna tell you about the girlfriend's boyfriend cousin or the girlfriend's boyfriend homie that they just hooked up with. 
on that one night, but they will count just the four relationships they've been in from high school till now. All right. Well, I think we pretty much tackled that one. You want to move on to the next one? Yeah, let's move on. Who asked that question anyway? You want to shout that person out? Or you just want to keep moving? Hey, Mariah, girl. Hey, girl. That was me. Oh, shit. I know I had a good one, didn't I? Yeah. All right. So let's go ahead and move on to the next one. Mm-hmm. Mm, I have so many good ones. Oh my gosh. Wow. All right. I think you kind of tackled this one already. You kind of hit this one when you were answering the first question. Okay. So Carrie wanted to know what is marriage material to a man? What qualities do men look for off top that just scream marrying her? Okay. A good woman for me, it would be somebody that have my back. Somebody that I could count on when the time is rough. I could say that this person is going to take care of business. Somebody that's financially, let me see how to put this. Somebody that could take care of finance good. That don't want to just blow money just because there's money. Don't think of the rainy days and stuff like that. You know? Stuff like that. So, for me, I I think as a guy, we're like an attractive woman. That's one. But somebody with a good personality will always trump a good-looking girl, or maybe with the big butt or whatever the situation might be. So, with that being said, I think personality. That's really what we're looking for. In a female personality and responsibility, somebody you could see having your kids and taking care of your kids. That's that's one of that's some of the main things to me. I feel like if I'm with somebody and we have kids, will that kid will that kid be okay? Well. So what about you? What what? Yeah, let's let's reverse that question a little bit. Oh, okay. So you want to reverse the question? So basically, you want to know what we look for in a man that says, "Okay, girl, that's the one." You know what? For women, I think the main thing is consistency and stability. And when I say stability, I'm not necessarily talking about financially. Not somebody that's going to spoil you. No. What I'm saying is. We know that when the shit gets tough, we have somebody that's actually going to stand by us and take care of the business. I guess kind of like what you just said. But that's the main thing that a woman looks for. She wants to know that if she's in trouble, if anything goes wrong, that this person is going to be able to hold her down and have her back. That's the main thing that a woman wants to know. Now, with men, I think it boils down to the fact that you know, unfortunately, women tend to have more tend to have more of a um, of a maturity level than men do. So, for us to see that a man is actually taking care of business, that he's actually responsible, he's reliable. You know, he's gonna answer the phone when we call. He responds to text messages as soon as we send them and stuff. It's just kind of like, oh wow, okay, he actually cares. So that's, so that's what women really look for. We look for somebody who's going to be able to be responsible and be consistent. And stay. See, Morgan agrees. 
Morgan. You are light years away from those type of conversations. Please, don't hurt my feelings. All right. What's the next question? All right. So we got to tackle this one because this is the, actually the first one that I got. And I wanted to save it for last. All right. Well, we just want to welcome everybody because this is No Slips Podcast. And this is our episode one. And we just want to welcome everybody to it and support it. And with that said, if you have any questions and you are friends or you know us, go ahead and just ask the question and we'll, we'll try to tackle it. What's your next question? All right. This person wants to know, and it's, it's a doozy, okay? I'm sorry to say, Mark, it kind of puts you on the hot seat once again for the men. I know you don't represent all men, but hey, today you're going to do your best. Okay. And you know what? With those questions, I'm going to reverse the same question back to you. I want your opinion as well. It can't just be a guy's opinion. Yes, you're absolutely right. It's only fair. Okay, here we go. She wants to know, why do men act as if the woman is supposed to sit back and just take whatever you put out there or wait on you to be the one to make the decision if you want them or what the relationship should be? So basically, she wants to know, why do you guys feel like we're supposed to basically take the back seat? And let y'all just lead us into whatever it is that y'all want the relationship to be. Well, I, I'm going to say, well, there's, there's a lot of different reasons for that. Guys was always taught to be like the leader in charge of a relationship. Like, that's how society kind of had us, like, bred us, like, you know, hey, you got to be the man. You got to lead the situation. You got to lead the relationship. You got to be in charge. And she has to submit, you know, submission and all that. Not really submission, because lately that's not even really in the question anymore. It's not really an option anymore, because ladies are doing what guys are doing probably twice as better or twice as good. So... But that's just how society is. And most people want a guy that's strong. And that's really what they ask for. A guy that's strong and strong mental, that could take charge, that could make good decisions. So I feel like, with that said, we have that pressure on us to do that type of things. You know? So that's why I think we always have to act like we are in charge or we always have to go that route with but for me, as a, a personally, personally for me, I do let my counterpart make some decisions as well. I don't really choose every location we're going to hang out or everything we're going to do. I kind of give them the option to choose that as well. You know? So what, what about you? I don't know if I did a good job on this question because that question had me thinking a lot. <laughs> Uh, Mark, that was a question. I told you I saved the best for last. Now, look. So, this is the thing. I think what this person really wants to know is this. Mm-hmm. You know, you guys, you express an interest in a woman, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. You start dating that woman, right? Mm-hmm. 
But in the meantime, while you're dating this woman, you're pretty much doing what it is that you want to do. And in some cases, y'all expect that woman to basically just be there for when you decide that you're ready to move in, get married, or whatever the case may be. And she wants to know, why do y'all think that's fair? Why do you think that it all boils down to when you decide? Well, it ha- it never has to be like that because I feel like if you want that person, that person wants you, it's a mutual decision because if you're all still not in a committed relationship, he can't expect you to be there, not hang, not dating somebody else, not hanging out with other people, just waiting on him. Y'all should have that option like, hey, we didn't. If you did somebody else, I'm okay with it. If not, you know, that's cool. But if y'all don't have that conversation, don't have that you know, open dialogue to kind of discuss that. It kind of leave a gray area. So the guy might not be serious at the moment. He's not ready at the moment, but you might be. So you, you feel like you should just be loyal and just wait for him. Mm-hmm. So you think the problem is that a lot of people probably don't have that conversation in the beginning? I'm pretty sure. I, I think when we first kind of hook up, I think you had a friend that kind of Give me a hint <laughs> that look, dude. Y'all been talking for a while. She wanna make she wanna see you make that move to seal the deal. And I felt like, well, like I've never done that in a long time because I felt like that was high schoolish. Like, don't get me wrong, sorry. <laughs> high school is no, I'm glad you said that because I wanna talk about that. High school is high school is because I felt like Back in high school, you asked a girl, do you want to be my boyfriend? Do you want to be my girlfriend? Or do you want to go with me? And stuff like that. That's what we said in the Caribbean, because I'm from the islands. That's what we said. Do you want to go with me? You know, stuff like that. Right? Isn't it funny, Murray? That's hilarious, huh? So we never, if we're talking to somebody on a consistent, we're giving them our interest. We feel like it's just going in the right direction. There's no need for us to kind of Talk to, and I mean, that's how I felt. That's mm-hmm. how, so when your friend kind of hit, but see, hit. you're not the only person that feels that way. And for any fellas that are listening to this, let me just say, and that is not the way to go. You will get your feelings hurt. You have to have that conversation. Yes, it does seem kind of um, middle school, high school. Hey, do you like me? Do you want to go with me? Blah blah blah. But it's not even just that. It's, it's so much to be said for having a clear understanding of where you stand in someone's life. Just sitting up, assuming that, oh, that's my girl, that's not going to cut it. Because just by you assuming it, it doesn't mean it's going to happen. So then as soon as that girl does something that you don't think she should do as your girl, there's a problem because you never had that conversation. So you have to get the lines clear. You have to make yourself present and make it known what you intend to do. Because if you don't, somebody going to be salty. Well, yeah, that makes sense to me. And when I got that hint, I felt like, you know, I really like this person. So I guess I better pull off the market because I guess she was still in the market. That's how I felt. So I was like, okay, I, I'm spending a lot of time with this person. But yet still, I have to do that part of it. So, you know, 
I had to do that. Which, I guess, it was a good thing, I guess, so far. You guess, hella. <laughs> All right. But another aspect of this question is, what about the couple that's been together? And... Well, like I was saying, what about the couple that's been together and... I mean, I guess maybe the woman is waiting to see when is the next level or the next step going to happen. And in that case, this person would basically want to know, why do you feel that they're supposed to be the one to sit back and just wait on you to decide when you're good and ready to make the move? I mean, life is kind of equal right now. So if the female feel like she's got to make that move and ask that, pop that question, or whatever the situation is. I'm Mark playing. Leonard, I know you are not sitting up here promoting <laughs> a woman to propose to a man. I know you're not. Well, I know you are not. Nah, I'm not advocating to that just a little bit. Um, what I want to say is that <laughs> if you, could, you should have that conversation. I think you guys should just have that conversation. Because I feel like if you are ready and you feel like this person is not ready, you, you, don't, you, you shouldn't be wasting your time. You shouldn't be wasting your time. You should feel like, hey, find somebody that's ready. You know? So you should have that conversation. Let him know, hey, we've been together. I want to know what's your plan for this. Do you see us moving forward? Do you see us taking a next step? What's you know, what's your mindset? What do you think of this? You know? I agree with that. I, I totally believe that this question right here could be solved with the woman, if she's ready, to just kind of say, hey, what's up? There's nothing wrong with trying to find out where you stand in someone's life. Especially if you're in a position where you're ready to put that person up on a higher pedestal. Then you definitely need to find out where you stand. Yeah, and especially if you guys are living that lifestyle where y'all are living like husband and wife already, or whatever the case may be. You know, you should have a conversation. Ask that question. Hey, where do you see us? Where do you see this going? We've been doing this shocking thing, or whatever, or boyfriend and girlfriend thing for a while, or whatever the situation is. Where do you see this going? And if you don't really get a positive answer from that person, you should decide on whether you want to be there or whether you just want to move on, find somebody that's more interested in you and more serious about you. Right. I agree with that, too. So, ladies, if you're going to ask that question, you need to figure out before you ask, what you will do if that man tells you that he doesn't want what you want are you going to go ahead and pack the show up and move on somewhere else or are you going to be willing to give that man more time yeah and I agree with that yeah so with that being said we want to welcome everybody to this podcast. This is Loose Slips, and we're going to have an episode coming out 
well, as frequent as possible. I will have more than just us on here. We'll have to invite some of our friends on here to kind of tackle some of those questions because I felt like I was in the hot seat. <laughs> yeah, so I felt like I was in the hot seat all night. But I just want to welcome everybody to this podcast. This is Loose Lips, where we have a drink. And we talk about real topics. We tackle real topics. It's not going to just be relationships. It's going to be a lot more than just relationships. So we just want to welcome everybody to the first episode of Loose Lips. And see you guys soon. Bye. See you guys soon. All right, Mariah. All right, Mark. All right, bye. All right, Mark, I'm in. All righty. How are you doing this evening, Miss Mariah? First of all, let's introduce ourselves. Hi, I'm Mariah. Hi, Mariah. I'm Mark. And you are? Mark, and welcome to the podcast. Loose Lips. And tonight, we are going to tackle several different subjects and topics. And... We want to welcome all our listeners to just relax and enjoy this podcast. First of all, Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you too, Mark. And how's it going so far? Today's the second day of the year. How's it going? Uh, So far, so good. You know, I'm still off. Okay. So how's the New Year resolution going so far? Did you plan any? Did you have any goals set for the New Year's that you want to accomplish? Well, honestly, my goals for this year is to really just kind of focus on self-improvement, just to kind of, you know, get myself educated on some things so I can just be a better version of myself. But here's the thing. Last year and the year before last, I spent my time doing this vision board thing. But this year I decided I'm not messing with the vision board. It seems like every time I make the vision board, I don't really stick to the vision. And then something else happens that's completely outside of the vision. Not that it's a negative thing, but it's just not on the vision. Okay. Well, do you create the vision board? Do you watch your vision board every day when you create a vision board? I mean, I wake up to it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, you wake up to it, but the vision, the the, the real reason I think behind a vision board is you got to watch it every day and just visualize yourself. It's all about visualization, visualizing that you have or you possess those things or you are those things that you have on the vision board. And that's really what manifests a vision board to come true. Well, okay. We have several things we want to talk about tonight. And first of all, well, while we're on the topic, how about last year? Did you have any goals you got accomplished? You said none of them got accomplished. <laughs> you know, last year, I have to say, no, I didn't accomplish them, but I got a pleasant surprise. Okay. Well, our, our daughter. Okay. That's a, that was a that was a pleasant surprise as well. Yeah. Okay. So, so I learned to just kind of go with the flow and take it as it comes. So any major lessons you learned from last year, or any 
regrets, any experience that you were really excited about last year? Anything that you want to mention that you want to talk about? Um, well, last year was just a learning experience overall. You know, we had so many new experiences. You know, you know, having our having home, our home together, together, having our daughter together. So I can't so say that there were any regrets, but one thing that I have to make sure that I do for 2019 is to definitely just make sure. I remember myself. Sometimes you get so caught up in motherhood and having a household and career and things like that that you kind of forget and put yourself on the back burner. So this year, uh uh-uh. I ride in first class, honey. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, last year was, um, I must say, a a lot of blessings. You know, sometimes you ask God for things and he gives it to you. Not in the way you plan it, but he gives it to you eventually, somehow, somewhere. And paired in the background is my baby, which I'm happy about. She was a surprise. And I got blessed with a new job. You know, so a lot of things went right for me. It was a roller coaster, ups and downs, but the beginning of this year, I noticed that I'm already feeling a little better about this year. So, let's get right to it. Tonight, we're going to tackle a few subjects, you know, a few different things. What What would be your first question would you like to ask while we are on here tonight? So many. So, when we decided to do this, of course, I turned to my girlfriends and I asked them, if you could have a guy in front of you and just ask them anything that you could possibly think of, just a burning question that you've had about like relationships or um, just men in general, just somebody you could actually talk to who wasn't going to judge you or couldn't have any type of ulterior motive, what would you ask? And I got a long list of some really hot questions. Um, Wow. Okay, so one of the questions that I have is basically, when is a good time to move in with your mate? When is a good time? Yeah. Well, I, I think it has to feel right between you and the other person. If you guys get along, that's one of the most important things. You, you guys have to be able to coexist in the same space. And me, myself, what I have learned is you have to basically give and take. You have to compromise a lot. And you never really know somebody until you really start staying with them. So you might be dating somebody for years, and there's things about them that you don't really know until you start living with them. So with that said... When those surprises come, the things that you did not really know of the person, you try to figure out a way. Try to figure out a way to deal with it. And that's how I think about it. So if you really care about that person, you have to figure out a way to deal with it. 
Okay. Yeah. I totally agree. Oh. Um, I mean, I what do you think? That, what do you think? I mean, I definitely feel that it has to be something that's mutual. Like, you kind of have an idea when you can move in with someone and when you can't. I think it has a lot to do with how you get along in the first place. But then also, I think it just kind of has to do with the fact that relationships are not easy. They are work, especially if you think that it's someone that you may marry. You know, people always tell you that a marriage is a lifetime of work. So you have to make sure that whoever it is that you're going to move in with, that is someone that you don't mind doing the work with. Makes sense. Makes sense. I totally agree. You don't really want to shack up with somebody just to help out or just for the, you know, the fun of it or just to have them around. Yeah. So was that one of the questions from your girlfriends or is that from you? That was from me. Oh. <laughs> All right. So are you ready to move on to the next question? Yeah, that's good. All right. Okay, so <clears throat> here's one of the questions from my girlfriend. Shout out, Miss Courtney. So she wants to know why do men want to settle down with good women but still be intrigued by the hoes? And she also wants to know, this is a two-parter, how do you keep relationships exciting after years? So I guess let's hit the first part. So what's up with you men? Why do you guys want the good girl at home, but then you go out and you're still intrigued by the hoe? Well, I've been a bachelor for a long time, so I could have a, a little input on that question. When a guy meet a good girl, somebody they see themselves being with, no other female, no matter what they look like out there, don't really compare, honestly. That's who you feel like you care about. That's who you really care about. But guys have a different personality compared to girls. We are different sex and we are totally different people. A guy could mess around with a girl and have zero attachment, zero feelings towards that person just for the moment. And it could be anybody, you know. But um, at home, you want to have somebody that you are proud of, somebody that you could see yourself being with, somebody you could grow with, somebody especially that has your back. And guys, we don't want much from a female. We don't expect a female to take care of us financially. But something like spiritually or having your back to make you a better person in life, that's what you want from somebody at home. So I don't know if I answered your question or if I got it right, but that's how I feel. Well, Mark, that was a very diplomatic response, but I can't let you off the hook that easy, okay. homeboy, because what Courtney wants to know is, if you got the girl at home that's got your back, that's holding you down, that you know is going to be there, and it's everything that you're looking for, why are you still out there with the girl? 
Now, now I heard you say that it could be somebody just for the moment. But why do you guys still like feel like y'all have to have that moment? Like I tried to say earlier, we are built and designed differently. <laughs> you know. A Do female, elaborate. Elaborate. Please. A female. We need an explanation. You know, a female. Most most of the time, in order to mess with a guy, they have to have a reason. <laughs> they have to have a reason. They have to want to. And guys, we don't have to have a reason to, to mess with somebody. So, with that being said, we are totally different people. So that's why I meant by the moment. It could just be we are the spot with, and there's somebody there and it just happened. We don't have to have a reason. Guys don't really think that far ahead. We're not really that deep. Guys are really shallow people. A female, that's why, I don't know if you heard that, Females are way better at cheating compared to guys because you guys are way better at planning things, designing everything, every step that y'all gonna take, y'all already thought of it, planning for it, but we don't do that. So I, I still, I don't think I answer your question because that question is a, a fully loaded question. And I'm pretty sure I didn't answer it properly. Wow. I think that's one of those questions that we may have to kind of put in the parking lot and just kind of revisit when we have some company. And then that way we can get a few opinions from the guys. Because it's like this. If what you say is true, then for us women, that is so sad and disheartening because it makes you feel like no matter what you do no matter how good the chemistry is or how perfect you feel that you are for that person he still might go out and be with the hoe at the bar or the club so it's almost kind of like what's the point well you know some guys might just flirt just to see if they still got it but not but necessarily that's take that's any action upon it. You know, just the extra attention, just to flip around, around, but not but really not take really any actions. And all guys aren't the same. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to box every guy in the same, you know, bracket. But what I would say, we might just do it just for the fun of it, but not take it any further. You know, we like to say something like, I just want to test myself to see if I still got it. Well, what if I told you that women do that? I know they do. Women do that as well from time to time. Um, so when you say that like women cheat and you know they're better at it than guys because we're more calculated, I mean, sometimes you know you might go out and you might think you're cute and somebody might think you're cute. And, yeah, a woman might do that, too. But the difference is with a woman, it really could truly just be that. It might just be, like you said, for that moment. But with a guy, I don't know. I don't feel like 
y'all will flirt with that woman and not have to get that number at the end. With women, we can accept those drinks, we can smile, we can dance and have a great time, and we can leave that place and not have any type of contact with that person again. We won't give our number, we'll just be done. So with guys, is that even possible that you guys will go and flirt and have fun and then not have to have that number? Yeah, yeah, I think it's possible. It's possible. You know, especially if you know you have somebody at home that you respect. You don't want to bring the drama. You don't like the drama, so you keep it at the bar. You know, you don't really take it home. So that's how I feel. And like I said, that question is like a fully loaded question. And we should kind of invite a few of our friends, male as well as female, online with us to maybe tackle that question a little better because I don't think I did a good job at it. <laughs> well, you did the best you could. You can't speak for all men. Yeah. Well, with that said, what was the second part of that question? All right. So, Courtney also wants to know, let me see here. How do you keep relationships exciting after years? I think you have to be creative because, mm-hmm. you know, both parties get boring after a while. Get Not really boring, but complacent. You know, you get complacent a little bit. You feel like, okay, you've been married or you are with that person for a little while. And I don't know. The spark is not there like it used to be in the beginning. So you have to be creative. You have to find the time for that person, especially if you guys have kids. I know how it is because we have kids. And you have to find the time. You have to make the time for that person. Also, you have to keep doing the same thing you were doing in the beginning, what you know that attracts the guy or vice versa, the guy would attract the woman. Keep doing that. You got to keep doing that. I really believe in that. You really got to keep doing that. So with that said, I think the time and the creativity, I think with that, that should help keeping the romance or the spark in the bedroom or in the relationship, you know. And... I, I'm really stuck myself on that question. <laughs> well, that's a loaded question. <laughs> well, no, it's not a loaded question. I mean, the reason why you're stuck is because we're kind of in the throes of that right now. I think anybody who's been in a long-term relationship is in the throes of that. But I think it's like you said, whatever it took to get them is what it's going to take to keep them. Also, you just kind of have to pay attention to your mates and how they change their likes and their dislikes. Yeah. And as that happens, you have to change what you do. And I totally agree with what you said about the whole creativity thing. You know, ladies, get you something evening. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Guys are more visual, you know, so guys see something and that really what interests them. Because so, we are a lot we're like visually creatures. If we see something nice, it gets our attention. So, with that said, let's move on to a different question. All right. Courtney, I hope so, we, I, sorry, Courtney, I hope we did justice to your questions. If not, we'll bring you on the next time. We'll try to have you on the next time. 
Really? Really, Mom? Okay, so I kind of feel like some of these questions have kind of put you on the hot seat a little bit, Mark. So let's try to find a couple of them that are a little more um, equally divided. <laughs> All right, so, oh, this is a good one. This question is really good. All right, so I think that in life, Everybody goes through some kind of phase. Well, not everybody, but most people go through some kind of phase where it's kind of like you have your independence, you have your freedom. And with your independence and your freedom, you might decide that you might want to be a little more mm, loose with it than usually. So the question here is, how long is too long of a whole phase? <laughs> Oh man, <laughs> a whole phase. Now, this is for the men and the women. So, okay, so I'll go first and I'll give my opinion. Really, Morgan? Thanks for the enthusiasm. Okay, so with women, I think this there is nothing wrong with expressing yourself sexually, and there is nothing wrong with being a person that enjoys having sex but to me it's like this if you're in a situation where you look up and it's two years three years four years five years plus and you ain't doing anything differently then yeah your whole phase is lasting way too long so to me i say okay yeah have your fun do your thing be responsible but also, just keep in mind that at some point, someday, if you really want to settle down, your whole face could possibly come back to haunt you. <laughs> well, I feel with that. You know, with guys, it's a little opposite. Our whole face could go as long as we want. <laughs> Honestly, a guy is never ready to settle down. Trust me. It happens to a special person. It takes a special person. It takes a real special person to <laughs> make a guy turn from a hoe to a house husband or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> <laughs> well, honestly, it takes the right person because guys, you know, I'm going to be sick for myself in this case. I've been independent majority of my life. I do everything for myself. I wash, I clean. I am very domesticated. And with that said, I don't need much from a female. Honestly. So it has to take a special person to kind of, you know, make me want to settle down, make me want to do that family thing, that you know. Because my parents used to tell me for the longest, like, boy. What is wrong with you? <laughs> You're taking that thing too far. You know? My, my father used to tell me that all the time. Like, boy, you taking that too far. So, it takes a special person to, to kind of get a guy to stop being a whore. And a female, a female feel like they're missing out on things. To me, that's how I see it. They feel like if they're not with a guy, because you see most girls in church praying for a husband, doing all that type of stuff. 
And you don't really see a guy doing that type of stuff. Guys don't really go, you don't see them in church be like, God, I'm ready for a wife. God, I'm ready for a wife, you know. We might date here and there or maybe try to find a girl in the church, a young lady in the church. But you might not see a, a guy really in church praying, saying they want a, a wife. You're not, you don't re- you see that, but not a lot. You see mostly with the females. Okay, yeah, I'll admit, mostly with the females. But yeah, men, they too pray for a while. Yeah, you want they a good do. lady. You go to church because you assume that's where a good lady is at. So a young man would be like, let me go to young people's meeting. Let's go to young people, you know, events at church to kind of connect with somebody that's on the same spiritual level like you. You know, and you're hoping that the person has some good character and good because they are in church. But what happened? Okay. What happened? Let me stop. Let me, like, can I interject? Let me stop you right there. Go. See, first of all. What? First. I'm, I'm, I'm a little bewildered by the fact that you said pretty much that a, a man will go to church just to find a woman. See, that's the problem right there. First of all, if you're in church, you need to be there for your relationship with God, to get closer to him, and for the word of God and fellowship. And in that, God should be listening to your prayers, seeing your diligence and your dedication, and he should want to bless you with your mate. You should not be in church for the reason of finding a mate. That's something that God will decide to bless you with. But I think we're kind of getting a little bit off track because <laughs> okay. we're supposed to be asking the question of how long is too long. I think it's I think it's never too long for a guy. A guy will, especially if you have options. You know, if a guy has options, his whole phase could go as long as in his forties. You know, if he has, yeah. <laughs> That's just a old hope. Yeah, I'm telling you, guys, we are different creatures compared to a lady. A lady feel like if a clock is ticking, guys don't really have that clock ticking too much. Females think like, especially if all the friends around them kind of settle down, they get bored fast. They be like, man, I need, what am I doing wrong? What am I doing wrong? What am I doing wrong? But a guy. If all the friends kind of settle down, the friends just live life, you know, kind of curiously through them. Vicariously through them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you're like, man, what you did last night? What you went last night? You know, so stuff like that, you know. Stuff they can't do, they envision the homeboy doing it or they praise the homeboy for doing it, you know. Well, I think another thing you got to consider for your whole phase is that body count. Mm-hmm. How many is too many? At what point do you start to feel like, okay, if I had to share this number, would I be proud or would I be shame, shame, shame? Guys are proud of their numbers. Trust me. Oh, I know guys are. I'm just saying. You know, there are some women who are very proud of their numbers and there are some women who are kind of like, eh? <laughs> yeah. And we've all known that when a girl tells you two, you got to multiply it by five. <laughs> so that's why guys typically don't ask a female. That's one question guys typically don't ask a female. How many? Num- what's the numbers? If she openly tell you about her past, that's fine. But, but you don't go into a relationship asking a female, 
how many, what's your body count? You know, that's not really a, a real question because we already know a female will say four, and that might just be four relationships that they've been in. They're not going to tell you about the friend that they just hooked up one night. They're not going to tell you about the friend of the girlfriend's cousin. They're not going to tell you about the girlfriend's boyfriend cousin or the girlfriend's boyfriend homie that they just hooked up with on that one night. But they will count just the four relationships they've been in from high school till now. All right. Well, I think we pretty much tackled that one. You want to move on to the next one? Yeah, let's move on. Who asked that question anyway? You want to shout that person out? Or you just want to keep moving? Keep it up. Hey, Mariah, girl. Hey, girl. That was me. Oh, shit. I know I had a good one, didn't I? Yeah. All right. So let's go ahead and move on to the next one. Mm-hmm. Mm, I have so many good ones. Oh, my gosh. Wow. All right. I think you kind of tackled this one already. You kind of hit this one when you were answering the first question. Okay. So, Carrie wanted to know, what is marriage material to a man? What qualities do men look for off top that just scream, marry her? Okay. A good woman, for me, it would be somebody that have my back. Somebody that I could count on when the time is rough. I could say that this person is going to take care of business. Somebody that's financially, let me see how to put this. Somebody that could take care of finance good. That don't want to just blow money just because there's money. Don't think of the rainy days and stuff like that. You know, stuff like that. So for me, I, I think as a guy, we're like an attractive woman. That's one. But somebody with a good personality will always trump a good-looking girl or maybe with the big butt or whatever the situation might be. So with that being said, I think personality, that's really what we're looking for in a female. Personality and responsibility. Somebody you could see having your kids and taking care of your kids. That's that's one of that's some of the main things to me. I feel like if I'm with somebody and we have kids, will that kid will that kid be okay? Well, so what about you? What what? Yeah, let's let's reverse that question a little bit. Oh, okay. So you want to reverse questions? So basically, you want to know what we look for in a man that says, "Okay, girl, that's the one." You know what? For women. I think the main thing is consistency and stability. And when I say stability, I'm not necessarily talking about financially, not somebody that's going to spoil you. No, what I'm saying is we know that when the shit gets tough, we have somebody that's actually going to stand by us and take care of the business. I guess kind of like what you just said. But that's the main thing that a woman looks for. She wants to know that if she's in trouble, anything goes wrong that this person is going to be able to hold her down and have her back that's the main thing that a woman wants to know now with men i think it boils down to the fact that you know unfortunately women tend to have more tend to have more of a um of a maturity level than men do so for us to see that a man is actually taking care of business 
that he's actually responsible, he's reliable. You know, he's going to answer the phone when we call. He responds to his text messages as soon as we send them and stuff. It's just kind of like, oh, wow. Okay. He actually cares. So that's what women really look for. We look for somebody who's going to be able to be responsible and be consistent and stable. See, Morgan agrees. <laughs> Morgan. You are light years away from those type of conversations. Please don't hurt my feelings. All right. What's the next question? All right. So we got to tackle this one because this is the, actually the first one that I got. And I wanted to save it for last. All right. Well, we just want to welcome everybody because this is Low Slips Podcast. And this is our episode one. And we just want to welcome everybody to it and support it. And with that said, if you have any questions and you are friends or you know us, go ahead and just ask the question and we'll, we'll try to tackle it. What's your next question? All right. This person wants to know, and this it's a doozy, okay? I'm sorry to say, Mark, it kind of puts you on the hot seat once again for the men. I know you don't represent all men, but hey, today you're going to do your best. Okay. And you know what? <laughs> With those questions, I'm going to reverse the same question back to you. I want your opinion as well. It can't just be a guy's opinion. Yes, you're absolutely right. It's only fair. Okay, here we go. She wants to know, why do men act as if the woman is supposed to sit back and just take whatever you put out there or wait on you to be the one to make the decision if you want them or what the relationship should be. So basically she wants to know why do you guys feel like we're supposed to basically take the back seat and let y'all just lead us into whatever it is that y'all want the relationship to be? Well, I, I'm going to say, well, there's, there's a lot of different reasons for that. Guys was always taught to be like the leader in charge of a relationship. Like that's how society kind of had us, like bred us, like, you know, hey, you got to be the man. You got to lead the situation. You got to lead the relationship. You got to be in charge. And she has to submit, you know, submission and all that. Not really submission, because lately that's not even really in the question anymore. It's not really, really an option anymore because ladies are doing what guys are doing and probably twice as better or twice as good. So, but that's just how society is. And most people want a guy that's strong and that's really what they ask for. A guy that's strong and strong mental that could take charge, that could make good decisions. So I feel like with that said, we have that pressure on us to do that type of things. You know? So that's why I think we always have to act like we are in charge or we always have to go that route with. But for me, as a, a personally, personally, for me, I do let my counterpart make some decisions as well. I don't really choose every location we're going to hang out or everything we're going to do. I kind of give them the option to choose that as well, you know. So what, what about you? 
I don't know if I did a good job on this question because that question had me thinking a lot. <laughs> uh, Mark, that was a question. I told you I saved the best for last. Now, look. So, this is the thing. I think what this person really wants to know is this. Mm-hmm. You know, you guys... You express an interest in a woman, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. You start dating that woman, right? Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, while you're dating this woman, you're pretty much doing what it is that you want to do. And in some cases, y'all expect that woman to basically just be there for when you decide that you're ready to move in, get married, or whatever the case may be. And she wants to know, why do y'all think that's fair? Why do you think that it all boils down to when you decide? Well, it ha- it never has to be like that. Because I feel like if you want that person, that person wants you, it's a mutual decision. Because... If y'all still not in a committed relationship, he can't expect you to be there, not hang, not dating somebody else, not hanging out with other people, just waiting on him. Y'all should have that option. Like, hey, we didn't. If you did somebody else, I'm okay with it. If not, you know that's cool. But if y'all don't have that conversation, don't have that you know, open dialogue to kind of discuss that. It kind of leave a gray area. So the guy might not be serious at the moment. He's not ready at the moment, but you might be. So you, you feel like you should just be loyal and just wait for him. Mm-hmm. So you think the problem is that a lot of people probably don't have that conversation in the beginning? I'm pretty sure. I, I think when we first kind of hook up, I think you had a friend that kind of gave me a hint <laughs> that look, dude, y'all been talking for a while. She wanna make she wanna see you make that move to seal the deal. And I felt like, well, like I've never done that in a long time because I felt like that was high schoolish. Like, don't get me wrong, sorry. <laughs> high school is no, I'm glad you said that because I want to talk about that. High school is high school is because I felt like Back in high school, you asked a girl, do you want to be my boyfriend? Do you want to be my girlfriend? Or do you want to go with me? And stuff like that. That's what we said in the Caribbean because I'm from the island. That's what we said. Do you want to go with me? You know, stuff like that. Right? Isn't it funny, Murray? That's hilarious, huh? So we never, if we're talking to somebody on a consistent, we're giving them our interest. We feel like it's just going in the right direction. There's no need for us to kind of Talk to, and I mean, that's how I felt. That's mm-hmm. how, so when your friend kind of hit, but see, that hint. you're not the only person that feels that way. And for any fellas that are listening to this, let me just say, and that is not the way to go. You will get your feelings hurt. You have to have that conversation. Yes, it does seem kind of um, middle school, high school. Hey, do you like me? Do you want to go with me? Blah blah blah. But it's not even just that. It's, it's so, so much to be said for having a clear understanding of where you stand in someone's life. Just sitting up, assuming that, oh, that's my girl, that's not going to cut it. Because just by you assuming it, it doesn't mean it's going to happen. So then as soon as that girl does something that you don't think she should do as your girl, there's a problem because you never had that conversation. So you have to get the lines clear. You have to make yourself present and make it known what you intend to do. Because if you don't, 
Somebody gonna be salty. Well, yeah, that makes sense to me. And when I got that hint, I felt like, you know, I really like this person. So I guess I better pull off the market because I guess she was still in the market. That's how I felt. So I was like, okay, I, I'm spending a lot of time with this person. But yet still, I have to do that part of it. So, you know, I had to do that, which I guess... It was a good thing, I guess, so far. You guess, hella. <laughs> All right. But another aspect of this question is, what about the couple that's been together? And well, like I was saying, what about the couple that's been together? And I mean, I guess maybe the woman is waiting to see when is the next level or the next step going to happen? And in that case, this person would basically want to know, why do you feel that they're supposed to be the one to sit back and just wait on you to decide when you're good and ready to make the move? I mean, life is kind of equal right now. So if the female feel like she's got to make that move and ask that, pop that question or whatever the situation is, I'm playing. Bernard, I know you are not sitting up here promoting a woman to propose to a man. I know you're not. Well, I know you are not. No, nah, I'm not advocating to that just a little bit. Um, what I want to say is that if you, could, you should have that conversation. I think you guys should just have that conversation. Because I feel like if you are ready and you feel like this person is not ready, you, you, don't, you, you shouldn't be wasting your time. You shouldn't be wasting your time. You should feel like, hey, find somebody that's ready. You know? So you should have a conversation. Let him know, hey, we've been together. I want to know what's your plan for this. Do you see us moving forward? Do you see us taking a next step? What's you know, what's your mindset? What do you think of this? You know? I agree with that. I, I totally believe that this question right here could be solved with the woman if she's ready to just kind of say, hey, what's up? There's nothing wrong with trying to find out where you stand in someone's life. Especially if you're in a position where you're ready to put that person up on a higher pedestal then you definitely need to find out where you stand. Yeah. And especially if you guys are living a lifestyle where y'all are living like husband and wife already or whatever the case may be, you know, you should have a conversation. Ask that question. Hey, where do you see us? Where do you see this going? We've been doing this shocking thing or whatever, or boyfriend and girlfriend thing for a while or whatever the situation is. Where do you see this going? And if you don't really get a positive answer from that person, you should decide on whether you want to be there or whether you just want to move on, find somebody that's more interested in you and more serious about you. Right. I agree with that, too. So, ladies, if you're going to ask that question, you need to figure out before you ask, what you will do if that man tells you that he doesn't want what you want are you going to go ahead and pack the show up and move on somewhere else 
or are you going to be willing to give that man more time? Yeah. And I agree with that. Yeah. So with that being said, we want to welcome everybody to this podcast. This is Loose Slips, and we're going to have an episode coming out well, as frequent as possible. I will have more than just us on here. We'll have to invite some of our friends on here to kind of tackle some of those questions because I felt like I was in the hot seat. <laughs> yeah, so I felt like I was in the hot seat all night. But I just want to welcome everybody to this podcast. This is Loose Lips, where we have a drink. And we talk about real topics. We tackle real topics. It's not going to just be relationships. It's going to be a lot more than just relationships. So we just want to welcome everybody to the first episode of Loose Lips. And see you guys soon. Bye. See you guys soon. All right, Mariah. All right, Mark. All right, bye.